morning, Goldendale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Throop here on a fine, fabulous, fantastic Friday mornings. Friends, it's a little bit uh, chilly out there here in the great northwest. The temperatures plummeted about 20 degrees. It's gray and stormy, and we're going to get rain for the first time in uh, months, it feels like. So, but today, Torch Report 224-224, it's a global coup, friends. We're going to be talking about what's happening, learning some lessons from our friends across the pond and talking about more COVID shenanigans and all the insanity of it all. <laughs> all righty then. You know that feeling, friends, when someone says something that you were trying to say, but they just said it even better. <laughs> you know, that was the feeling I had when I saw this article this morning out here. What really just happened in the UK? A globalist coup. That's what really happened in the UK. According to Nigel Farage, prominent British conservative, former member of the European Parliament, leader of the UK Independent Party, and all around Eurosceptic, he says, and I quote, this is a coup. The Conservative Party is dead. Now, yesterday, friends, in yesterday's podcast, I was pointing out uh, Liz Truss uh, getting taken out, you know, six weeks and she's out because it's worse, terrible. And then, and Boris Johnson and the Brexit, oh, he's terrible. And everything about these conservatives and their principles is just terrible. And here we are now, uh, the point really you know, so succinctly stated by Nigel says it's a globalist coup. That's who's kicking these conservatives out of office. That's why there's all this chaos. And he says the conservative party is dead. Now, just imagine if you will, can you imagine if Mitch McConnell had said that after the 2020 election? Imagine if Mitch McConnell said, this is a coup. The conservative party is dead. Period. <laughs> you know, then what? Then we, then we got to figure out what the hell we're going to do about it. But that puts it in the proper context for the uh, the sense of urgency and the importance of of we the people making a stand and and regaining control of the reins of society. Now, how about if a Republican National Committee did anything to actually look into the questions surrounding election integrity, particularly the 2020 election? Uh, or, or if they filed some lawsuits against the felonious violations of federal law, or if they showed even an inkling of interest in real accountability. Can you imagine that? I mean, it, that didn't happen. We know it didn't happen. You know, any more than Mitch McConnell uh, had a spine to stand up and say, oh, the, the, uh, the conservative party's dead. He's never going to say that. You know, like I said yesterday, it's not going to happen. There may very well be a big red wave this November in just 17 short days, friends. I, I don't want to be discouraging here, but but make no mistake, this fresh batch of rabble, you know, rabble, rebel rousers, just like the Tea Party wave and all that, they're not going to be a match for the might of the political establishment or the will of the global cabal. Those who are in on the Great Reset have come too far to turn back now, and they have far too much power to just let go. Keep that in mind. Now, let's circle back a little bit here because there was uh, several things talked about earlier in the week that really are right back out there in the headlines today. On Monday in Torch Report 220, a peek behind the curtain, I shared studies showing how mRNA injections mess with your DNA, causing all sorts of issues, not the least of which is skyrocketing cancer cases all around the world. 
And we learned uh, in that article, that episode, that Big Pharma was teaming up to develop a new mRNA vaccine for cancer. And that was kind of a big deal because it was almost like they would were planning for this to happen. You know what I'm saying? So, but if you just, if you thought that that was fringe thinking from your favorite ignorant peasant, then think again, friends, because it turns out on Monday night, First Lady Jill Biden also raised the alarm. She said on Monday evening, she predicted that there will be an increased number of cancer diagnoses following the COVID-19 pandemic. So there you have it, friends. The First Lady is calling for a rise in cancer. Big Pharma is preparing for it. And the WHO just launched a new campaign. World Health Organization launched a new campaign to amplify the lived experience of people affected by cancer. What a coincidence, you know. (laughs) Moving on, friends. On Tuesday, in Torch Report 221, a peek behind the curtain, we took a look at the unprecedented phenomenon of school children protesting against the Iranian regime, only to discover that the global cabal is intentionally targeting and using youth as political fodder in their effort to take over the world. And I'm sure that that did not strike any of you as, you know, this like great profound insight, but cue the Georgetown crazies who are out chanting hate has no home here as they unfurled banners about reproductive rights in an attempt to derail former Vice President Mike Pence's speech at Gaston Hall and at Georgetown University. Okay, right out. It, this is the manifestation of what we were talking about in Torch Report 221. Okay. The, he says the passionate youth, what we're contesting is that it's unacceptable to be racist, to be homophobic, to be xenophobic, to use rhetoric that promotes violence, such as replacement theory, which are which are things that Pence has engaged in a lot. <laughs> oh, I know these uh, these these poor passionate youth, you know, they've been so brainwashed. I shouldn't hold it against them. But I mean, it sounds like a really well informed perspective. Right. I mean, we're standing against racist, homophobic, xenophobic rhetoric that promotes violence. He's schmucks. Anyway, friends, there's a bigger issue here. And it would be wise to keep in mind that these morons get to vote and that their collective delusions are being spoon fed by a globalist propaganda. In, in fact, international initiatives to engage these youth and bring them into the decision-making process, okay? So remember, they're going to hit rewind and give power to the people who've been left behind. We're going to hit rewind. Yeah, give power to the people who've been left behind. <laughs> there was that that video I put, that propaganda video in the, in the article there. But, you know, cue the commie revolution because that's what's happening. Here. They're using the kids. They're using, they're targeting, they're victimizing women, children, minorities. They're victimizing anybody they think they can victimize in order to take over the world because they're a bunch of freaking commies. Anyway, uh, actually, friends, rather than cue the commie revolution, it would be better, I think, to cue the great reset because the great reset is happening right now. Do you remember, do you recall how it all started? It started with COVID-19, the Great Reset. And I put a little link there in the article. It'll take you back, way back to uh, episode 82, Torch Report 82, impending doom. What happens next? Understanding the the various phases of the Great Reset. Uh, 
And we're, again, it's just moving right along, marching along like clockwork. And while the world is distracted with the daily dog and pony shows, oh my gosh, they arrested Steve Bannon. Oh, what are they going to do? You know, come on, come on. Really? Is that big news? There's bigger issues here. We got bigger fish to fry, friends. The global cabal is using sophisticated psyops to push a sustainable agenda, i.e. to depopulate the earth and to enslave humanity in a socialist surveillance state, i.e. to grab global, total global control. That's what we're up against. And as nutty as it sounds to say that there is a small group of powerful people who are manipulating the fate of humanity with malevolent intent, each and every day we are confronted with this reality, whether we choose to face it or not. And my purpose here at the Torch Report is to shine light on this great global coup. Now, friends, the latest evidence of this high-level collusion against we the people, we the people of planet Earth, we the people of humanity, is in fact the latest CDC recommendation to put COVID-19 vaccinations on the immunization schedule, approving the experimental slash known to be lethal jab for children all the way down to six months old. It's sick. It's disturbing. It's not right. Why are they doing this? Oh, well, because it's the decade of vaccines and they, they got to have every man, woman, and child on the planet vaccinated by the year 2030. Okay. If you've been following with me for a while, you would know that's the story, not just the story. That's the plan they've been putting on paper since the 90s. Okay. But this approval to put COVID vaccines on the immunization schedule for school kids, uh, for everybody, was voted in with unanimous support. Everybody thought this is such a great idea. Yay, all the experts agree. Wrong. Not all the experts agree. That's the that's the false sense of building consensus, but in reality there are many 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 millions of wise uh doctors, medical professionals, people with PhDs in epidemiology, etc., etc., that would say this is not the right thing to do. How about the uh, the Surgeon General of Florida saying that we shouldn't be doing this? Anyway, despite all of the common sense that would suggest this is lunacy, the fact that the CDC passed this with unanimous support is is only part of the story because the CDC is is passing this with unanimous support, despite the fact that they refuse to release any clinical data data whatsoever proving the shots are safe and effective. None. And you, you know, friends, you know, you know in your knower, in the heart and soul, in the core of your being, that if they had any evidence, they would be inflating that evidence. They would be putting posters out there and pie charts. Oh, look at all the evidence. It says this is great. They refuse to release any evidence because there is none. And despite all of the uh, evidence to the contrary, they, they still are pushing this agenda. It's just it's so messed up, friends. And right now, uh, as a side note, there was an article over on Fox News running cover for the sick and twisted agenda. Fox News put out an article saying, here's why COVID vaccine belongs on the CDC list of kids scheduled vaccines. Again, why do I want to point that out is because, you know, oh, Fox News is stuff. I mean, that's the that's the uh, pillar of the conservative news networks, right? That's that's where you're going to get the right side of the news. And yes, Tucker Carlson's a great guy. You know, there's there's a lot of good stuff that does come out of Fox, but they are part of the Trusted News Initiative. And when they're out there running an article saying, "Here's why we need COVID vaccines on the CDC list of kids' schedules, uh, vaccines." You know, that should be a glaringly obvious example of the fact that they are not on our side. They are in cahoots with the global cabal. Let there be no doubt about that. Friends, you see, 
Just like Jill said regarding cancer, COVID is not a left or right issue. The appearance of partisan perspective is only an illusion. These are issues that affect us all. And Jill was right. You know, this this is the agenda of the global cabal. It's going to affect us all. Their cancer is going to affect us all. That's what she was saying. I'm saying the global cabal is going to affect us all. And quite unfortunately, as we discussed yesterday, most of the politicians are in on the game. And most of the media is in on the game. And most of our institutions are in on the game. And few and far between are those in positions of leadership and influence who actually speak out against these crimes against humanity or who are even willing to question the narrative. And as could be expected, friends, most people have simply adapted to the insanity. That is really a problem <laughs> because the insanity is far from over. Friends, whether it's mad scientists creating more lethal variants of COVID, like the newest one that has an 80% kill rate, uh, or the forthcoming surge of cases, thanks to Biden spending over a billion dollars to buy COVID-19 tests from China, you know, we can know for sure that this COVID crisis is not over. According to Politico, they say, and I quote, top Biden health officials are increasingly concerned about the rise of new COVID variants in the U.S. that appear to evade existing treatments. Pause, as in the vaccines don't work, masks don't work, none of it works. It's all a effing sham. Continuing on. The emergence of the BQs, as health officials have referred to the variants internally, the BQ variants, they represent a fresh threat to Biden's broader pandemic strategy, which has an increasingly hit, which has increasingly hinged on shielding vulnerable populations while encouraging a return to normalcy for most other Americans. So I just want to make this clear, you know, these new variants are a fresh threat to the strategy that encourages people to return to normal life. That's what they just said. That sounds remarkably similar to the words of Fumi Sakamoto, who we just read in the face of Jap Japan's seventh wave of COVID, made it perfectly clear that the lack of restrictions and mask mandates made people feel like they were free to do whatever they want. And as Sakamoto made clear, that was the wrong public messaging. We can't give people the idea that they could just be free human beings, breathing freely without a mask on our faces. They can't just go out there and encounter the viruses in the wild and build up robust natural immunity and forego experimental cancer-causing, life-threatening mRNA injections, you know, going about business and making the world go around. We can't just do that. Where's the money in that? How's the cabal supposed to consolidate power in that setup. Nevertheless, friends, the Biden administration is out there once again pumping up the narrative. They're going to do it. They're going to do it. Mark my words. I've been saying it for months. Now, here they say, quote, the strains are still likely to be more contagious than previous versions of the virus, raising the odds of a surge of cases and a surge of hospitalizations during a winter season when people are more apt to gather indoors and spread the virus. The variant spread is also likely to ratchet up the urgency, ratchet up the urgency of the administration's existing vaccination campaign, which has so far gotten off to a slow start. I mean, we've jabbed pretty much millions and millions of people, but it's got how we want to get more needles in the arms of humanity. The UK, they say, 
has already experienced a rebound of cases and hospitalizations driven by the existing BA5 strain, and U.S. officials have noted signs of an uptick in the Northeast, typically the first region hit by a surge. End quote. Da, da, da! You know, raising the odds of a surge, ratcheting up the urgency. Zoinks, what are they going to do? And I quote, the Department of Health and Human Services has launched a national campaign to try and boost vaccination rates. The effort relies on digital outreach, advertising, influencers, and paid media, and partnerships with more than 1,000 organizations to reach Americans in minority and rural communities, according to a spokesperson for the department. And quote, to the propaganda, friends, the Department of Health and Human Services is launching a national campaign with thousands of organizations, uh, digital outreach, advertisement, you know, influencers, paid me- uh, media, all of it, friends. Cue the propaganda along with the AI, along with the social listening, the algorithmic solutions, the labeling of misinformation, and the censoring of free speech, friends. I'm sure that the public will adapt. But don't forget, friends, this is all political. It's all a ploy to consolidate power. Isn't it amazing how these variants managed to hold off their assault until just after the elections? It's kind of like the railroad unions kicking the can down the road so that their impending national strike didn't mangle the mangle economy any worse uh, until after the elections. I'm sure that's all just a coincidence. You know, it's a coincidence like the unseasonably high number of respiratory illnesses putting kids in the hospital right now that are caused by the vaccines. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I was, I, did I say that out loud? I, I, I just got my, cho- my throat. The truth got stuck in my throat. OK, the pharmaceuticals race, you know, out there to create even better vaccines for these kids that are now going to the hospital because of the first vaccines. Create the problem, provide the solution, and leverage it for political gain. Like the patriot across the pond pointed out, friends, the Nigel Farage, he said the world is experiencing a globalist coup. One might speculate that the coup is already underway here in the good old U.S. of A and that the powers that be will do everything they can to keep the sock puppet propped up in the Oval Office just long enough to get the job done. While a few brave governors are going to remind the public that we can just say no, just say no to the tyranny, just say no to the vax mandates, just say no to the globalist agenda in general, more astute political minds have already surmised that conservatism has already failed. As John Daniel Davidson of The Federalist puts it, you cannot preserve or defend something that is dead. Friends, those are weighty words. The game is farther along than you or I might even imagine. Brilliant minds like Dr. Robert Malone tell us that we are heading into a perfect storm. And to quote Jim Morrison, the future's uncertain and the end is always near. (laughs) Oh, friends, but all that said, there is still an even bigger picture that we should not lose sight of. And that is just because there are bumpy roads ahead does not mean that we cannot enjoy the journey. Friends, that is the message of my heart for today. If you're enjoying this podcast, please do me the great honor. Click that little heart and give me some love. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already. And above all else, the greatest honor of all is if you share this podcast with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace this fine, fantastic, fabulous Friday. Friends, I hope you have a wonderful weekend. And I'll look forward to talking to you again soon.